Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about the issue of anger, and it's a fantastic topic to talk about. And it's something that anytime I put it out there, hey, what do you want to hear on the Marriage Monday podcast? This is one of those things that comes up a lot. Why? I believe it's because marriage typically tends to produce more anger than any other relationship. And I don't think it's because you don't like your spouse or you guys clash or you guys shouldn't be married. I think perhaps it's because you spend so much time with that individual that it just naturally generates more opportunities for there to be anger and frustration. I mean, also think about this. This is the person that you love the most. This is the person that you put your guard down with. And so while you know, being vulnerable and being unguarded, it can produce great depth of intimacy. It also opens up the door to get a little bit more angry and a little bit more frustrated with them. I mean, I've had people say, why is it that my coworker did the same thing my spouse did, but I'm more angry at my spouse? It's because you're more unguarded with your spouse. There's a deeper level of intimacy. So therefore, the anger tends to have a little bit more teeth to it. I hope that makes sense. But I'm here to say this, that I believe that anger can be both a strength and a gift. And the question is, why in the world would I believe that? Now, if you've listened to me long enough, you know that I'm a Christ follower. You know that I I read the scriptures. And I believe what the scripture says in the book of Genesis when it says that humanity was made in the image of God. That's an important detail. Why? Because we read in scripture that God experiences anger. But And so, therefore, we have to understand that when we experience anger, it's because God experiences it. We ought to experience it as well. But one of the biggest differences that I see is God has not just a vision for his anger, but he has redemptive anger. He's got a plan and purpose for it. What happens with us oftentimes is we don't have a vision for our anger. We allow anger to be the vision. We allow anger in the driver's seat of our lives and just to take us in whatever direction it wants to go. And so when we learn how to harness our anger and to steward it, understand this, Everything God gives us is a gift for us to manage or to steward, and it's not there to manage us. So when we learn how to manage our anger correct, it not just can become a strength in our relationship, but a gift because we're not know, we don't know, just know how to recognize it, but we also know how to navigate it so that our relationship moves forward with vision and redemption. So how can we navigate anger? How can anger be properly channeled? Let me give you just three simple steps, three things that you can work on and talk with with your spouse so that the both of you can work through the issues of anger. Number one, admit how you are feeling. Admit how you're feeling. Some people just avoid conflict altogether and just would prefer not to be ever angry at their spouse or admit that they're angry at their spouse. And I'm here to say that I believe it can be very helpful to admit how you're feeling regardless of what the emotion is. I think it's great, fantastic to admit what you're dealing with. I mean, if you're happy, admit you're happy. If you're lonely, admit you feel lonely. If you're excited, admit you feel excited. And if you're angry, it's okay to admit that you are angry acknowledge your emotions and shoving your anger down all it does is it takes that anger and buries it so that when it comes back because it will come back it will come back with a vengeance and will manifest itself in a very inappropriate level i want i want to tell you something here i want you to hear me loud and clear feeling angry towards your spouse it does not make you a bad husband or a bad wife 
feeling angry at your spouse. It doesn't make you a bad spouse. It makes you human. And it's totally normal to feel this way from time to time. And so when you are fully aware of how angry you are and what you're angry about, this is where that you can begin to put your heart in check. And now you can actually verbalize it to your spouse. And you can start by saying something simply like this. I feel angry because this. You got to admit how you're feeling, admit it to your spouse, and that will lead you toward ultimately admitting it to your partner so that both of you can work through it together. Number two, don't fight fire with fire. I love what the scripture says in the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse 26, when Paul wrote, in your anger, do not sin. Romans 12, 17, he also wrote, never pay back evil for evil. And I think that sums up how we ought to handle our anger in marriage. And let's be real, it's how we should be handling anger in life. That we don't sin, that we don't pay back evil for evil. If someone's done evil to us, we don't pay them back. Uh, As Dr. King said, we don't fight darkness with darkness. And even though you might be hurt, you might be angry, we have to be careful not to try getting even with somebody by just hurting them or paying them back by hurting them harder than they've hurt us. And if we let ourselves fixate on that pain, what we're gonna end up doing is trying to inflict pain in response. And so when we do that, what what happens is the anger actually takes root in our life. Instead of it being an emotion you're experiencing, it's now a mode of life for which you're processing everything. And so you just have to basically stop yourself and prevent yourself from fighting fire with fire. And it leads me toward number three, make empathy the priority. Make sure that empathy is the priority. Now, the question is, what really is empathy? And now when I think about that answer to that question, it makes me think of back in Bible college, one of my professors said the best pastoral counselors are able to slip inside the skin of the other individual and see the world through their eyes. And I think that's what empathy is, is when you're listening to somebody and you're truly hearing their heart and you're actually slipping inside their world and looking at life through their eyes. It doesn't mean that what they did was right, but it helps you to truly understand what's driving what they did, what's driving what they're feeling. And I think in your anger, one of the best things to do to kind of stave back your anger is to really jump inside your spouse's skin and to see the world through their eyes because perhaps, perhaps you're just hangry. Let's be real. Perhaps you just had a bad day and what they did set you off. Perhaps they had the best intentions and most likely that's what it is. It's rare that we've got a spouse that had terrible intentions for their husband or for their wife and they purposely did things because they hate their guts. It's it's rarely anything like that. Many times it's misunderstanding. It's something that was forgotten, something that was misunderstood. And so in our anger, if we can make empathy the priority, we can actually slip inside our spouse's world and we can actually see their heart. We can understand where they were truly coming from. And it helps that anger to begin to get suppressed, not to be buried deep down, but the level begins to be pulled back. And all of a sudden you begin to have greater understanding and greater understanding leads toward greater intimacy and greater intimacy leads toward deeper love. And now let's be real. If you have exploded in your anger and you have done something hurtful towards your spouse as a result of that anger, then you do need to take a a fourth step and you need to take time to reflect and to ask for forgiveness. And listen, if if your spouse is the one that apologizes to you, I'm here to challenge you. Be receptive to what they're trying to communicate. Don't forget, you can always be the one that was the cause of the conflict. 
you can be the one that maybe could be a little bit more calmer. So this is where humility comes into play, that when we have overreacted, uh, that we have to be be careful that we are being humble and ask for forgiveness. And if our spouse is coming at us in that way and they're asking for forgiveness, instead of trying to lord it over them or even to pay them back, we have to use that empathy to understand them, to walk in forgiveness and begin to see healing take place. So my heart for you today is this. I want, you to, want your anger to have vision. I want it to be redemptive because I have a heart that every single one of you would see anger as a strength and as a gift to be not the thing that breaks your marriage, but be the thing that actually can be the strength of your marriage that can guide you toward longer lasting connection, intimacy, and love for one another. That's all I've got. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday, and we will see you next week.